0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Yo Boys for Sunday, December 3rd. F it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I know I'm alive.
1: Who are you? I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And and wow, it's been a while, huh, Clayton? You you I, I'm gone. You forget how to open the show. You forget but that we say our names at the top.
0: I was sitting man, in oh that man. chair for a whole week.
1: You are in the A chair. And listen, first thing I want to do is give my sincere thanks to Clayton. Sure, some thanks. But more importantly, give my thanks to Wannabeo Senior Intern Christopher, filling in for me for an entire week. I mean, he came in here, and he was in the big man's chair, and he did great. He did great. Well, you you slid over to the big man's chair. He slid over to your chair. That's yeah. He allowed you the opportunity to be in the big man's chair. Uh, um
0: again. Again, I don't know if that's but
1: you like the equals thing. Okay, we'll go with that for now. For you know. Uh, uh. So Christopher, great job. I've gotten rave reviews. Wanna be a old girl uh texted me to say that she can't believe that she's listening to an episode of the B.O. Boys that I'm not even on. So this Christopher has got a bright future. So, I mean, this guy's getting rave reviews. So thank you, Christopher. I mean, Clay, we're going to get to these movies, the box office, but should we start with the elephant in the room of what happened? Where have I been?
0: Where have you
1: been Pat? Well, I mean, listen, you know, we're not going to put this news to you. We're there for some of this. Yeah. Um, had a medical incident over the past week. Uh, I know there was a lot of speculation. I'm sure a lot of people assumed that I was dead and you and Christopher and Jack were were trying to hide the announcement of it for as long mm-hmm. as possible to, you know, uh,
0: for the stockholders. Some... We, were, we were hiding it from the stockholders right. just for a little bit until Which we could it. sell. We could sell everything
1: right which is what we will do if one of us does pass away we will hide it for as long as possible so Mm -hmm. it makes sense that that's what the audience thought last week that i was dead and you guys were trying to you know gobble up my share of the ip from Mm -hmm. from you know my beneficiaries but uh i i am alive um here here it is i had kidney stones i had kidney stones incident uh you know, the, 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 so listen, paint a picture. This happened on Thanksgiving mm. and you were there, Clayton family, Thanksgiving, you were yeah. there with me, my wife, my in-laws, Clayton. yeah, Having a beautiful Turkey dinner. You know, the day before we had seen Thanksgiving in theaters that night, we went to see salt mm-hmm. And then the next day it hit me doubled over in pain uh, I've had this before. I've had this before, but not like this. Mm-hmm. And just intense pain. I mean, that first night, Clayton, you were up with me in the in the living room of my in-laws. And, you know, so I gave most of the credit earlier to Wannabeo Senior Intern Christopher for filling in. But here's the credit for you, Nurse Clayton, taking care of me in the middle of the night on my you first know. night of of intense kidney stone pain.
0: What else am I supposed to do?
1: So that's you know, BO boys, we argue, we we fight on the air, mm-hmm. we tussle over whether Barbie's gonna be a hit or not, whether it should have been animated or live action. Mm-hmm. But then when when the, the shit hits the fan in real life, nurse want nurse Bo boy Clayton was there putting heating pads on me, uh just watching me shuffle around and scream and cry. Yep. Uh, and we're not TV guys, huh? But you put uh-huh. on season four of Seinfeld in the middle of the night. So we could watch that, get my mind off of it. Um, now here's the thing you did, of course, burn me with the heat. Oh, here pack. we go
0: here. I, okay. I did I could, it couldn't all be good you were heating here, them up, ahead. heating them up.
1: I was putting them under my back. Finally, I passed out on the couch, woke up the next day, big bubbly, uh, mess on my back. But but you know what you did it with the best intentions. I was asking for those hot hot pads, and uh, yep, you know. And you I didn't... wanted
0: to take your mind off the the other pain, so I, yeah. I created more pain.
1: You created more pain, which you know. There's a lot of doctors who prescribe to that theory of treatment is create mm. other pain, yeah, to get your mind off of the real pain. So went in, I ended up in the hospital over the weekend. Uh, uh, they measured the, this thing. I got them in both kidneys. I got them all over. So this is going to be, you know, this is going to be a developing story across the next season of the BO boys, you know, 2024 is going to be the year of monitoring these kidney stones. Yeah. Um, but the one that had dropped the one that was the, the problem one that had left the kidney, it was too big to pass. That's, that's the, that's the issue here. And so You know, I think our audience, they think in a very specific way. They think in numbers. They think in box office. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: My kidney stone was the, I would say, equivalent to the size of the opening weekend of Barbie. Okay. Okay. You know, it's not. I thought you were going to go
0: old school and say Titanic.
1: No. Well, the opening weekend of Titanic is not that big. The opening weekend of Titanic. Oh, you're you right. Could pass that kidney stone.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, if you have a kidney stone that is the, op- which was what, $36 million, mm. right? You could pass a kidney stone that is the equivalent to a $36 million opening weekend. True. You can't pass a kidney stone that is equivalent to $160 million opening weekend, which could is you what have, I
0: had. Could you have passed Five Nights at Freddy's? 80. 80 mil. Uh,
1: so... Exactly half that's on the border. Okay. Like that, that is actually, that's a great one because a kidney stone that would be half the size of mine would be on the border. It would be deemed unlikely to be able to pass naturally. So, Um, but but a Barbie size opening weekend kidney stone, it is impossible. You could have that opening weekend in your body for years, experiencing the nonstop pain and it will never come out on its own. I mean, it will kill you or make now, you, you know, do whatever.
0: Do you think you could have passed the opening weekend of the Marvels or Wish without even noticing it?
1: I would say Wish is very possible because I had a kidney stone that I passed a few years ago. And, you know, it was the most painful, like six to eight hours of my life.
0: But You were puking. You're up
1: Chuck. I was puking then. The Wish-sized kidney stone, makes you puke. But you could pass it. It's small okay. enough to pass. But a Wish opening weekend kidney stone, it's going to make you sick for okay. sure. But you could pass that. You can't pass an opening, a Barbie opening weekend kidney stone. You can't pass a Super Mario Brothers opening weekend kidney stone. Yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. That's a big one. That's a tough pass Yeah, on your own. So, you know, the Marvels you could pass and the Marvels mm-hmm. would be painful. Yeah. Um, so that that was that. Basically, then it was a week of dealing with healthcare systems, seeing doctors. Um we've
0: all seen John Q.
1: Yes. And I was I I I I was almost in that position of of I've got Do I have to take this place hostage mm-hmm. so they could pull this opening weekend of Barbie sized kidney stone out of my body? Mm-hmm. And so I'm meeting with doctors during that time. Again, you and Christopher recorded two outstanding episodes without me. Yep. Uh Christopher again got rave reviews, but luckily not the kind of reviews that people are clamoring for me to step aside. You know, let's not pretend that's what's going on here. This mm-hmm. isn't uh, you know, that this isn't a Tom Brady situation no. here. No, no. Um, or this isn't a, you know, Jon Stewart guest hosting the Larry Sanders show Mm. situation. You know, I'm not in Larry's position where I was home hoping that Christopher would fail because he was attracting too young. I mean, listen, he attracts a younger audience than me. I get it. He does. He does. But I feel confident that, you know, I'm back in the, in the chair here and the audience is happy about that. But yeah. So during Um, that week, I'm dealing with doctors and then Friday was surgery. Oh, and, you know, with the kidney stones, there's several ways you could go. Um, I was able to go for a, a surgery that was considered a less invasive version. You mm-hmm. can imagine what the most invasive versions are. Um, and in this, the purpose of the surgery is to take your opening weekend of Barbie-sized kidney stone, blast it with shock waves. They knock me out. I'm on a slab, you know, yeah, they call it. it a surgical table, but it's a slab. It's, a slab.
0: it's like a yeah. slab. Who are you kidding?
1: And I'm on a slab. You know, there's, there's this big machine above me and they're just blasting it with waves. And the goal is to take that opening weekend of Barbie and ideally blast it until it's a bunch of like Playmobil opening weekends, just like, or flying. silent
0: night. I mean, If there, if, if it's all silent Uh, night openings, that's, that's, you know, uh, 2.9. Oh, it'll go through the strainer.
1: Yes, I would exactly a silent night opening. I would not notice that in the bowl. Yeah. The, you, you, you pee out a, uh, opening weekend of silent night. You're not, you're not noticing that in the toilet bowl. You're flushing that without any, any second thought. Yeah. Um, you know, there's also the possibility, which here's the thing, the status of me right now is. I don't know how effective it was. You know, I am definitely in less pain than last week. Last week, Mm. I was in pretty much nonstop pain. And listen, I'll I'll say it. I was high as a kite. Yeah. I was high as a kite for a lot of the week. Then when the surgery was scheduled, I had to stop being high. So that was so much worse. Being high was so much better than being not high. Agreed. Um, And right now, there's less pain. I'm hoping to pass some silent nights. You know, even at opening weekend of the Marvels, I could pass that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if they took that Barbie and they turned into like, you know, four opening weekends of the Marvels, great, I could get rid of those.
0: Well, because once you pass a Marvels, <sighs> yes, the pain immediately goes down like seventy one percent.
1: A hundred percent, yes, seventy one percent. That is actually it. That is what the doctor told me that if, 71
0: if I, to 78%, right? Yes. Or something like that.
1: Yes. You know, or Morbius. That's what I was, the doctor told me before. And hopefully that this, this surgery will blast this stone so that you'll have at least a Morbius size drop yeah. over the, over the weekend. Cause I had it on a Friday and my hope was a Morbius size weekend drop. Yeah. Um, and I, I I will say again, I'm on air now. I couldn't have done this last week. I also was at my in-laws, stayed there for the whole week, had no mm-hmm. had no technology, no microphones, no laptops. Um, I basically last week would be calling in on a phone crying the whole time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, which would be entertaining, sure. It'd yeah. probably be great for YouTube. Uh-huh. You know, the kids would and Christopher would get a lot of great vertical videos out of that for TikTok. Yeah. Uh, but it's not what we're going for right now. No. Um. So that is the update. Um, yeah. and it yeah, Pat, is.
0: Pet is not dead. I mean, we there was speculation, of course, there was speculation that, you know, you finally went through with the pe- penis split surgery, right? Um, that that was a rumor that I shot down, but it's still right. prevalent, and I think that's going to follow you forever. Right. Well, um,
1: and 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 I did mention some more invasive options for getting rid of this and yeah
0: one of them split penis surgery yeah one of them just going ahead and doing it
1: i was like Um, give me the shockwave therapy first
0: but i think we're lucky Mm -hmm. because last week you know henry kissinger Mm -hmm. died yep and i think the devil said there's not enough room in hell for both these guys Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. he can't take stango and Mm -hmm. kissinger yeah it would
1: be too much star power at the same time
0: it's yeah it's like who comes? Who steps out first? Right in the flaming red carpet. You know you gotta greet everybody. It's like that's you can't have the banquet right. of skulls and fire right. and torture for both you guys. For both me,
1: yeah, yeah. And let him have his time. Yeah. You know Kissinger earned at least a week to himself
0: in hell. In hell. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Yeah, you don't want him being uh, uh, overshadowed immediately by one of the fastest growing podcasters in America.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: he earned that. So that that is where I'm at. You know, I'm hoping that this Barbie opening weekend has splintered into, you know, some 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 silent nights, some cry machos. I mean, I was crying
0: macho last week. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I saw it. I witnessed it.
1: You witness me cry, macho. Um, but uh, yeah, the, so fingers crossed. There will be updates, of course, as I go back for cat scans, possibly further treatments. You know, new stones dropping,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: uh, and 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 we will we will give the results as those stones drop. We will give the results of the size of those opening weekends.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, we talked about this. Do, do I want to mention this, the possibility of a, of a certain, uh, like, a giveaway? Um, so, okay.
1: I mean, I'm up for it. So I have not passed anything, you know, because I'm straining. I'm panning. You know, I yeah. pee and I pan. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do. When you pee, you got to pan. When you pan, mm-hmm. you got to pee.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I'm trying to collect these these rocks since the surgery. haven't gotten a rock yet, but if there is and i think there will be if there is interest from the wannabe boys wannabe girls wannabe people, people to have a wannabe stone
0: mm-hmm.
1: if i you know they may have obliterated this thing they they you know they may have turned this into just dust you know this this may be like opening weekends of Stuart saves his family you know mm. that might be what's coming out so in which case uh, those are going to go through the the Schrainer. But yeah. if I'm able to collect any wannabe O rocks, mm. I will. I mean, we could think whether it's, a, I, I would auction them off. Yeah. And you know, I would auction them off to, to listeners and uh, we'll donate the money to charity. I I think, you know, okay. do you think they're you your think,
0: stones? They're your stones.
1: Yeah. I, I think charity. Um, but, you, well, you know what? Actually, here's the deal. Let me see what these meta, you know, I'm in uh, Medical bills. Yeah. But but you're the uh, fucking I, charity, bro. Yeah. Okay. So that's what it'll be. It's it's gonna be once these meta because insurance only takes you so far. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna say, Oh, this this shockwave, you know, we had to break up a Barbie size opening weekend, you know, cut us a check. Yeah. So yeah, it's you're the right.
0: Percentage of that weekend. Yeah, the auction
1: of the of the wannabe O stones will go towards medical bills. And this is I mean, you're the one who's always had outstanding dues, sag dues, outstanding medical bills and and now here I go. I'm I'm going to need to to strain some stones to 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 get even. So, wow. So that that's the story. That's the update for the listeners. Main thing not dead. You know, there's your there's your headline. Pat not yeah. dead. Um yeah. and yeah. There, there we go. So, Clayton, that said. Yes. Are you ready to plow?
0: I am. And you know what? This is such an interesting weekend. And of course, like you know, one of BO senior intern Christopher did such a great job. But I am great happy job. you're back for this because there's some interesting things going on here this weekend, mm-hmm. including the number one movie, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, made 21 million dollars in its opening weekend. Number two, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, made 14.5, down only 50%. It's at $121.2 million in its third weekend. Number three, another newbie, Godzilla Minus One, made $11 million in its first frame. And here's, I'm so proud of this because I called this Mm -hmm. number four trolls band together made 7.6 million dollars down 57 it lost 280 theaters it's at 74.8 million dollars in its third weekend number five wish 7.4 million dollars down 62 percent. it is at 41.9 million dollars in its second weekend and let's go for 10 because napoleon oh my goodness number six 7.1 million dollars down 65 percent it's at 45.7 million dollars also in its second weekend number seven animal a movie i don't know about so we'll have to look into this Mm 6.1 million dollars in just 700 theaters uh that's its first weekend number eight the shift 4.3 million dollars in its first weekend Number nine, John Woo's Silent Night made $3 million. Mm -hmm. And number 10, Thanksgiving made $2.6 million, down 63%. No theater change. It's at $28.3 million in its third weekend. And right under that, The Marvels at number 11, $2.5 million, down 60%. It is at $80.7 million in its fourth weekend, and it has been officially called dead. Uh,
1: th- this is s- fascinating that Disney basically announced, you know, I'm reading a Variety article that came out today. Mm-hmm. Disney is not going to report numbers anymore. We'll stop a uh, weekend reporting of international global grosses on this title. So obviously, yeah. domestically, we'll still get it. Yeah, but but they are basically looking to put this entire experience behind them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I, I think me and you, uh, you know, at the uh, water cooler B.O.H.Q. We're talking about I, I don't think we're ever going to see this character again. Captain Marvel played by Brie Larson. I mean, mm-hmm. Disney is looking to fully memory hole this movie. I mean, I'm sure it'll be obviously be on Disney plus and all that, but they are really trying to pretend that this didn't happen. This movie is going to top out at what 80 it's at 80 million. So this is going to maybe hit 85, 90 million, the most domestically, just an all time disaster. Yeah. But uh, like we said, if this came out in February, I think it would have done Mania numbers and Mania. if it came out now would have done this. You know.
0: Yeah, let's do this because I do think we need to sort of, you know, pull a, a whole daddy's home on bye-bye mm-hmm. here uh, because okay. he's been saying some stuff. And um, I agree. I mean, Captain Marvel will probably never see her again. Um, the other thing we said is that uh, Paul Rudd Ant-Man definitely will crawl out of somebody's ass in Deadpool 3. That's, I think, a slam doink. Yeah, Uh, I I think it's going to be a. the thing is, I think it's going to be a fart. It's not going to be a sex thing. You know, no, 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 it's It's, no, it's going to be it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a joke. It's going to be a pure sort of joke. Yeah. And and I get 13 year olds. And
1: I think he's going to. Okay, I think Paul Rudd's Ant-Man will fly out of it. butt in Deadpool three, but through a rip in the pants. Like, I don't think this is going to be like the way they would do it on the boys. Oh, bare ass. Yeah, bare ass. Or the way they would have done it in Deadpool prior to the Disney purchase. You know, you're not going to see Paul Rudd flying out of a bare asshole. It's going to be a a large man farts and Paul Rudd pops out through a hole in the in the seams Mm -hmm. and then he gets large, uh, I think. And and they're never going to say why he was up there.
0: yes. Yeah. yeah, no, he'll just, he'll just scurry. He'll just be covered in a little bit of dookie scurry off. Ha ha. Funny joke. Right, right
1: now. Right. And that's the last you ever see of Paul Rudd's Ant-Man. I I do believe he's also done.
0: Now. Okay. So the thing about Bob Iger, mm-hmm. there's so many things. One, one is that, you know, listen, we were talking about how we had one of B.O. senior intern, Christopher Citigan. In for you Mm -hmm. we have a succession plan yes yep bob Iger did not have a succession plan nope he chose bob chapstick he tried to throw bob chapstick under the bus Mm -hmm. then came back as the triumphant hero right and only made things worse right right i mean we're we're praying we were wishing for the days of Bob chapstick when these mo- movies still made some form of money. Right. Right. And now he's go going out there, making comments, throwing his creatives under the bus.
1: Yes. Saying that now, the movies are just bad because there weren't saying, enough executives on set at the Marvels, which is yeah.
0: always the problem.
1: Always. Okay. Problem. So Not let's, let's speech. talk
0: about that point first. And then we'll talk about him saying, the message over story thing mm-hmm. because because the director of Captain Marvel, that was a direct shot at her. Yes. It, Nia De Costa, right? Is yes. that that's who it was, right? That
1: was yes. That's who 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 Iger was taking a shot at.
0: And yet you don't hear Peyton Reed's name being mentioned, mm, who did Chronomania. Yep. And I don't I'm not I'm not throwing him under the bus because I don't want to throw creatives in the bus. But the problem with this whole thing is that you can't blame the, uh, the, the, um uh, when, when, um, what is, what is that term when it's breaks the camel's back? Um,
1: don't break, don't blame the camel.
0: No, no, it, it, it's, it, it's a piece of hay or whatever that breaks the camel's back. You know what I'm talking okay.
1: about? Sure. I've 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 never lived in a land where there uh, camels are necessary. I'm no, I'm from this city. Uh, I'm a coastal lead.
0: But you can't blame the piece of hay that breaks the camel's back. Got it. Got when it. When it is a haystack, mm, right? Mm. The haystack was all these movies: Eternals, Quantum um, uh, Doctor Strange all these movies that were low quality that people started to turn on Love and right? Thunder,
1: sure, all the DC movies Thunder. which do affect the Marvel movies as well
0: yes, and so when those things all accumulate, there's gonna be a tipping point mm-hmm. and like we said, if this if they would have swapped, then this would have been Quantumania, yep. and then Peyton Reed would have been in the sights so you can't you can't do that as a person who is running a company and wants creative people to work for you. Right? right. And that's the problem with all these guys. And it's the problem that we've had for years is that these people who run these companies don't like movies.
1: They don't like movies. There was they a don't day like
0: movies. There
1: was a day when horrible people ran movie studios, horrible people, horrible people, but they liked movies. Yes. The horrible people who run movie studios now, they don't even like movies. Yeah. You know, no, again, they we, we've talked about it. David Zazoff and Iger, they could be selling. Listen, they could be CEOs of companies that sell the machine that broke up my kidney stone, mm-hmm. or they could run a company that makes movies. To them, they wouldn't care either way. Both of yep. those things are the same. Something that breaks up body rocks or something. That uh, uh, puts movies on a movie screen. Those are all the, the, the. There's no difference between those to someone like a David Zasloff. Yes. They're all. It's the,
0: it's the straw that broke the camel's back. You've it's heard that. Straw. saying. Right? I
1: have heard the straw. Yeah. So again, I'm can't... I'm in a lot. I'm in a decent amount of pain now, so I'm not going to be recalling folksy sayings. Uh, okay. You know, on a whim.
0: But again, like I'm saying, you can't blame the straw when a hay, ba- hay bale fell on. On your slate of movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that is offensive to me that he's doing that. And mm-hmm. you know, Nita Costa, she has every right to come out and, and say whatever she's gonna say, but she won't because there's nothing, there's no benefit for her to do right. so. Right. 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 He's still too powerful. She, she wants to work right. and it puts her in a shitty situation. So right. I feel bad for her. Okay. Right. Then you have him coming out and saying, we got, we went to message forward and we didn't focus on story. And that's a problem. And you know what? That is a problem because at any level of storytelling, you have to make a story good in order for people to want to experience. it. Sure. Right. I mean, I'm not sure how much that
1: affects the superhero
0: box office decline of the last few years well but this is what he was saying he he's talking and that is in reference to the kids movies i believe is what he's trying to talk about right Pixar's or yeah but here's what i want to say about this is that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what the messages are it's the fact that there ever was a not focus on story because Mm -hmm. the problem with marvels is it wasn't messages it was the fact that it was all about interconnectivity and and easter eggs and stuff and you didn't have a story sure. so story should have always been first like the fact that he came out and said that like it's some sort of revelation it's like that should be on the whiteboard in every writer's room every script writer's apartment okay that you should make a good story and then people will Get the message if the story is good and they like it and they and it makes sense. Okay. So, that is the problem. So I
1: think let's move off of the superheroes because I mean this is you know, replace Nolan as our dead horse or these super the superhero.
0: Well, I'm uh, but we're not talking about we're just talking about what Iger is saying. Sure, sure. Iger is saying stupid things. He's saying yes. things that are not helping the company, and also he, he's a guy that left triumphantly and now he is flailing
1: he's flailing well i mean the biggest flail and i didn't get a chance to talk about this at all last week um is wish i mean this movie disney's yes. animated uh and i guess it's not a princess but you know it's a princess adjacent tale it's a what a disaster this is 41 million dollars after two weekends a 62% drop in its second weekend and now you predicted this last weekend. Trolls Band Together in its third weekend finished ahead of Wish's second weekend. Yes. That and, and I'm gonna read you a little something. I got some boots on the ground reporting from a wannabe old girl who took her child to see Trolls Band Together. Mm-hmm. So uh so this is the this is the parent, our listener writes Trolls is garbage, and we are all dumber for having seen it, but Name redacted, had fun. The wannabe old baby had fun. The rat's been fed. Yes. And that's all that matters. And then some more follow-up. There were tons of wish promotional cups and popcorn tubs. We were not swayed. Just got a small popcorn and a cherry Coke. So there you go. Didn't get the promotional uh, upcharges, but they did buy concessions, which is great. So great job there. Uh, And then in reference to the child, she stayed in her seat the whole time. Didn't sing any of the songs after. So definitely less enthusiasm than Paw Patrol. So the, this this child was a big fan of Paw Patrol, but we listened to the soundtrack on the drive home, and she was into it. The, into so, the Wish soundtrack? No, no. This is about uh, uh, this is all about uh, Trolls band together. Okay, okay. This, okay. that was all in reference to Trolls band together. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. There. Oh, that's right. She said there were tons of Wish promote there weren't trolls promotional items around there was wish promotional items okay so um, this in the is, theater so so is, but here's the thing that was a family that chose trolls over wish the yes. child
0: wanted trolls she did not want wish and wish is pacing behind strange world right now wow this thing is going over an absolute cliff wow wow and wow. we talked about this too a lot of the reason with this and with these Disney movies is that taking little kids to the theater is a hassle. Mm-hmm. And when you're already paying for Disney plus and listen, these are the tracks laid by Bob Iger. These are the yes. greased tracks laid by Bob Iger. Yeah. A chapstick yeah. got thrown on those tracks and tied yep. to those tracks like a damsel yep. in distress. And here's Iger with this mustache yep. twirling it like a dastardly villain. Yep. And these tracks go directly to Disney plus, which these parents already have. Mm -hmm. And the kids, whatever you say about wish worst movie since chicken, little blah, 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 whatever villain song was terrible. You plop your kid down in front of it. They'll eat it up.
1: Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. But someday kids will watch wish on Disney plus, but they did not want it. They were not inspired to go see it in a movie theater.
0: And that's the problem is that yep. you have to have product that kids will beg you and scream and cry right. and pull your hair and hit you and slap you. Yes. To, to make you take them there. And yes. no kid was doing that for wish. No kid.
1: No kid. Again, was pulling this, this,
0: their mom's hair and being like, wish, wish, wish.
1: No, this, this listen, I got boots on the ground reporting. This child was. We got to see trolls. We got to see trolls. I'm imagining she was screaming at some point and the she was not screaming to see wish. No. And, and she was not screaming to buy the promotional merchandise. That was it. That was there. You know, this kid did not care, did not care.
0: So Disney and peril. I mean, everything is up in the air now, but let's talk positives. Okay. Well, well one more quick negative, but I don't think we have to talk about this too much. Napoleon ate shit. It looks like this is a movie that's not going to do much.
1: Yeah. 65% drop in the second weekend. It's there's not a lot of buzz for this. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it's a Oscar movie and it also doesn't seem like it's a it's obviously not a gladiator type action. Everyone come have a good time epic. So it, it's yeah. in that that sort of like middle ground of like, what is this? What is what is the hook here?
0: It's sort of where Ridley lives sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, where it's like, this isn't like salacious and crazy enough to be like, I must see this in theaters. And it's like not gripping and historically like accurate or um, interesting enough Mm -hmm. to be like a gladiator type movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is... Seven. Not million the Gladiator was
0: historically accurate, or whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're it's looking at a movie. matter.
1: We're looking at a movie that's probably going to maybe get to sixty million domestic, and I think that's about it. Right, forty-five million after two weekends. It just made seven million. I mean, fifties, maybe sixty is the ceiling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And you know, I, here's one I'll just throw out there, just real quick, outside of the top ten that had a interestingly very small drop movie we saw Saltburn only So yeah, percent now obviously again it's a movie that just made 1.5 million in its third weekend um but a 16% drop is really low it didn't add theaters you know so it's mm-hmm. not an expansion situation um it's at 6.2 million i don't know what it cost whatever who cares um This is a movie that seems to be getting a lot of chatter online and we Mm -hmm. saw it and we could understand why. I don't think either of us particularly liked this movie, but it, it, something to talk about. I think some of that translated into box office, you know, nothing out of control, but I think there was a little bit of a, Hey, maybe you should go see this type of thing. Just have something to talk to people at the office about.
0: Yeah. And, and I think for us, we sort of bit. thought, I think we thought there was like, you know, we'd seen stuff like this before, but I think if, if you have a young audience and this is their first exposure to this sort of film and this sort of stuff, like, you know, going to a theater to watch it, there is an illicit thrill to seeing this sort of thing on the big screen. If you're somebody who's like 18. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: listen, I think this movie is from Amazon studios. When that does drop on streaming, and you know Prime, it's not Netflix, it's not Disney Plus, but everyone it's a toilet has toilet
0: paper it. delivery company.
1: It's totally a toilet paper company. But I do think Saltburn is going to be a movie that a lot of people watch when it eventually gets to the streamer. Oh More yeah. so than you know, Britney runs a marathon. Let's
0: say mm-hmm. for Amazon uh, Prime Video. God, you hate that movie. I. You always it. mention that movie. When you, when you
1: talk about the illustrious history of Amazon releases, you got to mention Brittany Runs a Marathon. Give me the other one. You got to mention it.
0: Oh, Late Night.
1: Late Night. Of course. Of course. So, so, it
0: destroyed. I mean, it, it. I mean they're just getting back into theatrical releases now because of Late Night. Right.
1: Um, anything to say on this Silent Night? This is from Lionsgate.
0: Oh. John Woo. John uh, Woo means nothing. a wordless action movie. John Woo means nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing did not even cry macho cause it didn't even make it to four. It did like Liam Neeson numbers mm-hmm. with Joel Kinnaman. So, but I mean, that's after so many Liam Neeson movies, like Joel Kinnaman never had taken, he right, went straight to, to blackout or whatever.
1: Right. Right. Blacklight. Or
0: Blacklight. Sorry.
1: Blacklight. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um,
0: we're, yeah, yeah we're,
1: Joel Kinnaman's never even had an honest thief. Let's be honest.
0: Let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be
1: honest. Um, Um, Yeah. John Woo, obviously, you know, legendary or I don't know about legendary, but definitely a well-regarded international director. I think in the United States, his, his, uh, uh, his esteem stopped a long time ago i was shocked to hear how long it had been since he had made an american movie
0: yeah paycheck
1: paycheck my god because he had that run he had the face off broken arrow you know that on mission impossible too but you know this was supposed to be his big return didn't work out uh you're right though jo- joel kinnaman is is just uh, no one's going to see that i anything he he's listen. an anti-draw
0: listen Could be a great guy. Could be a monster. Yeah. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So positives. Again, we were going to say positives. Let's do it. Godzilla minus one. Here's a movie that we thought could do this sort of number. And it did Mm -hmm. because interest in this by a very fervent fan base was Mm -hmm. high. Mm hmm. I heard I heard it looked great for a fifteen million dollar mm-hmm. movie. Now the buzz online is that fifteen million dollars um in Japan, the thing with that is that they don't pay their VFX people anything. Right, right. So, so it's you've got to temper to have,
1: your enthusiasm for how yeah. what a great job they did because yes. it's you know, questionable yeah. labor practices probably yeah. made that Godzilla. And isn't yeah. that what Godzilla has always been a Like a allegory for is underpaid
0: uh, workers. No, it's fear of the atomic age.
1: Fear of the atomic bomb. Got it. Okay, I thought it was for like labor unions. I thought he was like a a a big Teamster emerging from the ocean.
0: No, 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 no. Oh, he was like he's like the giant rat. He's like the giant inflatable rat.
1: That's what I'm confusing it with. I'm confusing with the giant inflatable rat that you see outside of struck hotels. Yeah,
0: you know Godzilla versus the giant inflatable rat Mm. is a cool idea yeah yeah because it's
1: godzilla is someone who we don't really ever know what his deal is but the giant inflatable rat is a principled monster Mm -hmm. you know and i mean that could be a, a a sequel here is the giant inflatable rat is parked outside the VFX house of the next Godzilla movie.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then Godzilla, created by underpaid VFX artists in Japan, has to fight the giant inflatable rat. Obviously, the problem there is giant inflatable rat, you pop them and it's over.
0: Yeah, so maybe it's a human embodiment of the rat. Maybe. even With all its sores. Like, it's an actual rat that comes and sits outside and then maybe. they fight and then maybe they end up being friends. Cause that's something that's, that's a, happens, right. That's Godzilla always the ending
1: of these Godzilla movies. these Kong movies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so positive. I mean, this is very yep. good. Now, will this thing have any legs? I guess, does it even really matter with $11 million on a $15 million budget? You know, uh, it just in America, this movie right, has already right. made uh Bafa Bobo in other countries. So, right. I mean, you know,
1: it probably will. I mean, that's to- a, get ahead of our you know next episode god willing i'll be on the weekend preview episode as well and we'll talk about next weekend but the weekend of december 8th does not have much going for it i mean god i'm looking at it there's a diehard limited re-release next next friday december 8th and okay you know a a bunch of limited releases so if people like this godzilla minus one it could just hold up pretty well you know maybe it makes another Six million next weekend. Who knows?
0: Uh yeah. And and then look at, you know, and I know the kids are back at school, the college kids are back at school partying their asses off with their yep. new friends. Yeah. After they went and saw this Hunger Games prequel with their high school friends yep. to relive some of their heydays. Yeah. You know, middle school, high school friends, what have you. Yeah. The townies. Fi- townies 50% drop is very nice. Mm-hmm. This is nice. This movie is being, uh, this movie is acting very nice. I'll say.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, we'll, again, we'll talk about on the weekend preview episode. Uh, there's a good chance. And we have not even talked about the number one movie of the weekend. We'll get to that next, but yeah, there's a very good chance that the hunger games Ballad of songbirds and snakes ends up at number one next weekend.
0: You know? all yeah. oh, very good chance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is, Listen, you can't compare this to the J law franchise of the hunger games, Mm -mm. you know, uh, obviously bigger production, bigger star. It was of the moment when the books were at their hottest, but this movie is doing well. $121 Mm -hmm. million domestic after three weekends, I think it's got a shot of getting over like one hundred fifty domestic. I mean, this is, this is a hit.
0: This is a hit yeah this is a legitimate hit it's a franchise reinvigorator which is awesome and so you know there you know people say like what's gonna fill in this hole where marvel is you know creating this huge gap these kind of things yeah yeah i mean those are the kind of things like if this movie continues to have great legs the next one will be even bigger
1: yes Yes, and you could introduce a big star maybe as the villain or, you know, have some kind of value add in that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, and it's a win for Rachel Zegler, who, whatever, you know, whatever you want to say about her. Was under some fire. Was under some fire. And this is a win. This is a win. You know, I think a lot of people were rooting for this to bomb, you know, specifically because of whatever feelings towards her. And that did not happen. No, it did not happen. This was a hit.
0: So, well, because you know. I, here's the thing. I mean, not to go back to it. Cause you seem to want to avoid it, but like people liked this story, like they were invested sure. in this story and whatever yeah. that is the thing it, you know, I'm sure there's a message to this movie. Cause there's a message to, to, to pretty much all great movies. Right. But people just were really enjoying this story. Yes. Yes.
1: and, And you know what? The IP was still relevant to younger people. Mm -hmm. You know, it was relevant, obviously, to 30 and 40 year olds who were into the original franchise. But like you said, college age people still wanted to go see it. And it's an action movie that's not superheroes. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a bigger and bigger deal as we move forward. All right, let's let's get into the you know. Usually, we we start with the number one. Obviously, the big story this week was was uh, the inside of my body. But, yeah, oh yeah. Um, number one movie this weekend, another concert
0: film that is released event. by AMC Theatres. Event, it's an event. Oh, That's why we waited till last because no, it's not actually a film or a movie. It's an event.
1: I mean, Clayton, this is a film. It is in the title of the film that this is a film. I'm talking about the number one film in America, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. That is the title of this film. So if you put film in the title of your film, you are a film. Well, we could call this the BL
0: boy sandwich, but nobody is going to eat it.
1: Maybe we haven't called it that yet. So we don't know. This is, listen, whatever it was, it number one at the box office, 21 million. And, uh, so, you know, we're doing this on a Sunday evening. I could see this going up a little bit. You know, there's, there's some chatter of this is the type of movie that gets a little bit of the church bus crowd. And maybe the Sundays are even stronger than the, the, you know, Sunday evening estimates are. So maybe by Monday, this does go up a million or so, but this is a pretty good opening weekend for what is traditionally the you know, one of the worst box office weekends of the year, the weekend after Thanksgiving, for whatever reason, Hollywood doesn't put big movies out mm-hmm. and they did. And this is like, I think second or third biggest movie, uh, to ever open on this weekend.
0: Well, so, so it is right under or not right under, but under Tom Cruise's last samurai from okay. two, 2003, the same year that John Woo released his last American film before. Wow. Wow. And the record is only 24.2. Now Beyonce is not going to reach that, but you know, this, if this thing ends up with 23, because of the church bus crowd, that's money in theaters pockets Yes, on, as you said, a sleepy weekend. We've said this a million times. Weekends become weekends when they do. They're not right. always weekends, but somebody has to stake that claim. Right. Big Willie had to take his weekend. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, Shang-Chi coming out on, what was that, Labor Day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a big movie weekend. Now, you know, it really hasn't. It hasn't become stuck, since, but it could but, have been.
1: Shang-Chi was able been. to perform that weekend.
0: Yeah. But who knows? We could be looking, we could be talking, and we will be. Yeah in 10 years and Labor Day is a big movie going weekend. Yep. Cause it happens because you just have to stake that claim and doing this. Hey, maybe this is a big concert weekend. Right, right, right. Um, you know,
1: here's the thing like with the Taylor Swift movie and, and you can't compare these movies. You know, I think there was a lot of, Oh, if Taylor Swift opened it 90 million, what's Beyonce going to open to? And it's just, people are at different points in their careers. popularity waves and, and Beyonce's yeah. movie wasn't going to open to 90 million, but opening to 21, possibly more when the, when the Sunday actuals come in, this is a huge win for a concert film. And it's, it doesn't mean just like with Taylor Swift it doesn't necessarily mean now Beyonce is a movie star where the next thing is, you know, let's reboot, uh, uh, let's do another Austin Powers sequel with Beyonce. Although you should do another Austin Powers sequel.
0: Oh yeah. It's just lying there. It's
1: just lying there. But I don't think Beyonce, the actress is going to be reignited because this movie opens 21 million, but it makes her a bigger star in general. This is a huge feather in her cap that she did a concert film that opened this high as opposed to, you know, open to three million dollars or something, and came well, out like a specialty release.
0: Yeah, when you look at Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, two thousand eleven, opened to twenty nine point five. I mean, yes, Justin Bieber probably got bigger as a cultural force, but at that moment, he was super popular with young yes. women. He was at the,
1: he was at the apex already of, of his, his sort of
0: yeah of his teeny bopper. Uh, fame, right? Right. And to, and for that movie to only make 29.5 compared to this, uh, 22 or 23, that's not that far off. And then no. you've got Michael Jackson, This Is It, which came out in 2009, which was at the height of his perversion, I guess right. you could say. But he
1: was already, that's a posthumous release, right?
0: Um, yes, it must have been. It must yeah. have been, right? Because he died yeah. in 2008.
1: Yeah. So Michael Jackson, Uh, This Is It gets the benefit of all of the goodwill that came with his death. Yeah. You know, so that's a different story. Yeah. With something like this Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, this is Beyonce. Obviously she's still a giant star, not necessarily this movie coming out the peak. So this is a great test of just how popular she's remained, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And, and I think this, this, this shows that she's an enduring star, an enduring star, because being a movie, having a big movie open is the biggest thing anyone could do. And now she's done it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing. This has been a great year for female moviegoers. Yes. In the sense that here's the. 72% 72% female for Renaissance. Wow. 51% over 25. Wow. 21% women under 25 men over 25, 19% men under 25, 8%. This was a lady play, mm-hmm. which is great. We love, a lady I mean, play. we love a lady play as was Taylor Swift. Yep. Warby again, that did buff Bobo across a lot of, you know, different demos, but Over indexed with women. Yes. Ladies. I mean, that's yeah. That's the sort of thing is like, Hey, guess what? Women go to the movies. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, it seems dumb to have to say it, but it's true.
1: I mean, this was really, I mean, more and more and more. You look at it, Barbie, Taylor Swift. Now this Beyonce movie. And obviously the Beyonce movie is not going to end up being one of the biggest movies of the year. But that is one of the stories of this year, that this was, you know, quote-unquote girl power at the box office this year.
0: But I also think this is something that's positive for when you look at something like Wonka. Okay. Because Wonka has a lead that ladies love. Yes. yes. And yes. they're going to want to go there and squeal. And again, mm. listen, there's going to be men that are going to go there and squeal. Yes. And there's going to be people. Thank you. People who are going to go there and squeal. Yep. But I think when you look at Wonka, you're going to see kids, families, but you're going to see a lot of women.
1: Yeah. A lot of squealers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. And so I think that, I mean, I think that's one of those things is that you want to make feeders a place where everybody kind of wants to go and they can share that space. And that's why. Putting different movies at different times is a per you know, you can have the kids come early for right. something, uh, you know, have the kids come early for Wonka with the families, and then late night Wonka is all about the Bobby Soxers screaming, yeah, and you know, that's great, that is yep.
1: great, yep, yeah, and and I think the Renaissance Beyonce success is another. Thing we're learning this year is that movies have to be events. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at. Thank RV, you for saying it's an event, Bar- not a movie. Well, Barbenheimer was an event, yes. and and Five Nights at Freddy's was an event. Yes, Taylor Swift the Eras Tour, of the movie was an event. Sound of Freedom was an event. You know, yeah. these are these are events. These are things that go beyond just. Oh, it's a an, it's another. In some ways, the Hunger Games. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, I think has become a little bit of an event for younger people, mm-hmm. you know? And and Beyonce figured out how to make this an event for her fans. And obviously, a star like her could make something an event. And that is going to be the lesson for movie. Uh, Megan, Cocaine mm-hmm. Bear. These were events at the beginning of, of 2023. Super Mario Brothers, obviously. Yeah, if you look back to when Megan came out, it was because people were excited to be there in person and experience it together. That's what happened with uh, Sound of Freedom. That's what happened with Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, of the movie, and that's what happened this weekend with Renaissance, a film by Beyonce.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, so, Pat, b- before we go, uh, just, yeah. we have to we have to touch on holdovers. Sure. Because holdovers, again, we talked about this last week, and I think probably the week before we were talking about, or maybe we were talking off mic. We were talking at the water cooler at, at Bo Boys HQ about this PVOD release mm. of the holdovers, mm-hmm. taking out the knees of this movie, and it did, and
1: it did, and it did,
0: and it did. And it did. Listen, it did. I said it would. You said maybe not because these things don't; they don't always affect the runs of these movies. We've seen it happen before where a big movie goes out on PVOD and people still want to see it in theaters. But I nailed this because it is the people who are the age who are going to go see this movie. If they are given the chance to buy this thing for 30 bucks and they've got the money and they've got the money, they will do it. Yes. Yes.
1: I mean, the holdovers could have been a, it could have been a Green Book size, yes. hit, possibly, domestically. I know Green Book went bananas worldwide, and, and mm-hmm. maybe Holdovers doesn't do that, but Holdovers, even in these times, I think if it had gotten a true theatrical release, it had probably needed to, to just get off, you know, uh, 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 shit and get off the pot earlier instead of this, like, 10 week tiered Rollout. It probably needed a weekend or two of limited, and then it's like Thanksgiving. We're putting this in two thousand theaters, and 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 going from there. It is
0: so hard to it, platform anymore. It's so hard. To platform. is so hard anymore because people just don't have time for anything.
1: Yeah, and, and you can't... lose you lose the awareness that comes with because the reviews are not platformed. So when the holdovers yes.
0: news
1: and everyone drops their reviews and says how great it is. And you get some TV commercials for it because a company like what is this focus features? They uh uh they spend their money on TV commercials in those first few weekends when the movie's only playing in like uh, six yeah. cities, yes. And so you're seeing, I'm sure you're out there in in, in the stacks, you're mm-hmm. out there playing Billy. And you're seeing commercials for this Holdovers movie, and it's just taunting you. Yeah. And then by the time it, it does come out in your city, like six weeks later, you're angry at this thing. Yeah. because you first forgot the, the commercial.
0: You, Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing that hurt this is that with the SAG strike, when it launched, you couldn't have pig virus go out and yeah. talk, and, and um, you couldn't have... Divine Joy Randolph, who's getting such great Oscar buzz. Yeah, yep. Uh, you couldn't have her go out and charm people and yep. eat the wings
1: and eat the wings. They all would have that that whole cast. They may have done like what, like a team up of the three of them sitting there eating the, the hot wings.
0: Just a buffet. Yeah, yeah, them, the two of them. And who's the who's the, the kid? Uh, yeah, Dominic Sass of the kid. Sessa,
1: the kid. Um, yeah. And, and but I think it does come back. The, the real death blow was. This movie P-B-O-D. going on PVOD on the Monday after Thanksgiving. Oh. That was it. That was it because this is a movie that was going to go towards an older audience, family audience, an audience that is maybe more willing to spend money for conveniences. Mm-hmm. And hey, I'm sure they made some good money this last week on PVOD, but you can't flaunt that publicly. You know, or, or no. people don't take it seriously, and that is gonna affect the the reputation of this movie. It I think it's gonna affect the Oscar chances, possibly this movie. 100%. A version of the holdovers that starts making getting to 30 million, getting to 35 million domestic. That's a much stronger uh best picture contender than a holdover's that's gonna to top out at what twelve million? Where is this at? It's at twelve million. at the moment. 15. It's, it's at fifteen. So that's so maybe it doesn't even get
0: to, it's not even to get to 20.
1: Probably it might not get to 20. It made 1.1 1. 1 million last weekend. It's in it's in 1300 theaters. So it lost theaters. That's it. That's it. Yeah. The release of that movie is over. The well, I'm looking on. I over. looked on my Good AMC.
0: Thing. I looked on my AMC app and it's only at one theater near me. Wow. And you live in New York City. I live in New York fucking city. I don't live in the world. I live. Yeah. I live in New York fucking city. Wow! Wow! I mean that—that that is a
1: shame. Uh, great movie. I th- think it could have been. It's—it's it's post-pandemic. The studios have not figured out how to make these low, you know, low-budget obviously horror stuff. But 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 they—they're not making money off of what used to be Oscar bait movies that could be hits.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um so we'll see. So well,
0: congratulations, Pat, for getting through this episode. My God. I got through it. I got it
1: through it. Um, now I've got to go drink a gallon of water. I I I've been drinking water nonstop. I did not drink during this episode, or else I immediately would have had to get up. Mm -hmm. Um, but the second we go off the air, I down a bottle of water, I pee, I pan, and if I get any rocks auction them off to, uh, yeah. to, to listeners and try and pay some
0: pp yeah. always be peeing and, and pan. Yep. Yep.
1: All right. So Clayton, we did it. So of course, listeners email us the B O boys podcast at gmail.com. We love getting your boots on the ground, reporting your predictions, uh, well wishes, of course, you know mm-hmm. for any of us well wish any of us of course obviously i'm the one who deserves the most right now but you could well wish any member of the team um follow us on social media at the bo boys pod on twitter x on tiktok wanna bo senior intern christopher doing an amazing job with the clips with the vertical videos on social media on youtube and, and you know it's great he's back where he belongs did a great job on air mm-hmm. It's got a bright future on air, but we're not going to have, you know, a situation where the network is saying, "Hey, let's go with the younger guy, less money." That's not happening. He's back no. to running the social media and the vertical videos. Thank you, of course, to wanna junior intern Jack, who's just if you haven't already, you got to subscribe to the bo boy Substack. Jack is just killing it there with his write ups twice a week just putting them out there talk about and, back from the dead yeah our sub stack has risen and it is thanks to jack and also personal thanks to, to jack for during this last week when I was in nonstop pain not contacting me mm. and I I I I, I knew. cannot thank him enough and I thank wanna senior intern Christopher for You know, he was on air, but he also was that wall between us and Jack during a time when we really needed that wall to stand strong. Mm -hmm. So thank you to to both our our interns for that. Of course, five stars in Apple podcasts. I mean, the podcast is great. So you should give us five stars, but we could use
0: some sympathy scars, stars this week. Yeah. I mean. Guys, Pat's not out of the woods. I mean, he's putting on a brave face, but this fucking guy—we don't know what size that stone still is in there. I mean, uh, you know, we're
1: hoping for a Playmobil not- size stone, but I—I I could still have, God forbid, I could still have a you know Super Mario Brothers. They—they they could have just shaved this no. thing down with that blast from a Barbie to a Super Mario Brothers. I mean, I hope to God not. I, I listen, the the. The pain level I was at last week, I was at an end game and mm. I am obviously not at that right now. I would not have been wow. able to even talk for an hour last week the way I just did now. So wow. it did something. It did something.
0: My goodness, Pat. But yeah, well, five stars
1: on Apple podcasts, you know.
0: Yeah, do it. Please do it. And, and we, we, you know, we got a few emails. I, I do want to shout out, uh, OG wannabe BO boy, Adam from the stacks. I do mm. think he might've been the first person to ever email us. I might be wrong, but does that feel right to you?
1: It's very possible back in, in early 2020, he, he may have gotten in that earlier. Yeah.
0: He has a very interesting take on the movie migration. Okay. Do you want to just read then,
1: it? And then we'll let no. that sit
0: with the audience. No, no. no you want to wait until the next gonna, episode. Well, we're going to talk about it when, uh, when we do the preview for that, which great. is December 22nd. But I just want Adam to know. Great. That we read your email and we are bringing it out when the time is appropriate, just love so it. he knows. Love it.
1: Love it. So sit tight, Adam, your email will be read at the proper date.
0: And it's great. It's great. And it's great. I love it. I love it. Um,
1: so of course, email to be boys podcast, at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube. We are YouTubers. So if you've only listened to the podcast, You haven't seen, uh, you know, the emotional reunion that happened at the beginning of this episode. So you could see it, not just hear it. And you, you didn't get to see me sort of squirm around. Yeah. You're moving a a lot, bro. Moving a lot. So you could only experience that on the BO boys, YouTube channel, uh, uh, see the movement, you know, come it's, it's, it's not a party. It's a movement.
0: It's movement. And, you will also, if you don't subscribe, you will not be able to see the live stream where we auction off your kidney stones.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Because I once, if if God willing, these things come out naturally, I will hold them up on the camera and I will show them for the auction. So you will get and to see- And then we'll get uh,
0: super chats. Whoever has the biggest super chat,
1: yep, yep, we give it to them. We send, yep, them, send yep. it to them. Yep, and it goes straight to medical bills. So Mm -hmm. a lot to come on the B.O. Boys YouTube channel. And uh, Clayton, I think
0: we've done it. Oh, I can't think of anything that's left to be said. Nothing, nothing. Except for, until next time.
1: We'll smell smell
0: you at
1: the... the Wow. wow.